we actually did about $40,000 in collected cash. We did $100,000 in revenue off of a brand new Instagram account just from posting for 60 days. Guys, if you just listen, so what I'm about to say, you are gonna save a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of headache, and a lot of heartache from just learning from the mistake that I made when I started this challenge to begin with. All right, we're doing this thing. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to officially the very first episode of the Content, Coffee, and Communication podcast. I have a cup of coffee right here that we'll be sipping on throughout the episode, and uh, probably not a ton of people are gonna notice this, but a couple weeks ago, I officially launched this podcast under a completely different name. Uh, the, the original idea of this was gonna be like impact over income, and I do still enjoy that concept, but after I made that episode, I found I was trying to like mold everything that I was trying to do into the name as opposed to the opposite of like the name shouldn't be like, yeah, it's important, but I was just like way overthinking it. And I was like, this actually is just way more aligned in what I'm trying to do. And I just love talking about content and I love talking about communication and sales. So let's just run with that. And that is the official name of the podcast. And I promise I'm not changing it anymore after that. So with this official first episode, I uh, just wanted to lay the land a little bit of what you can expect from this podcast. I'm gonna keep it super, super brief. Uh, there's gonna be two different types of episodes here. Number one is just gonna be me sitting here talking to you guys about some sort of concept when it comes to social media, video, personal branding, uh, just really everything across those lines, and then also sales. Uh, you know, huge part of what I've spent my life's mission on over the last three or four years is just getting good at sales, getting good at communication. And I think it's really lacking in this space of content creation. Like a lot of people focus on, hey, let's make really cool videos and you know that'd be the end of it. But if you have a product and you can't sell that, even if you have a personal brand, like personal branding makes your job way easier on the sales side. But if you can't convert people into clients, you're literally just doing content and creating content as a part-time job. Like you'll never be able to do it full-time if you can't figure out how to turn your followers into dollars, right? Your followers into, uh, you know, into clients of yours. And you know, that might sound kind of negative, but at the end of the day, like if you have a product that you can actually help people build, or I'm sorry, if you have a product that will actually like help people and make their life better, then it's almost your obligation to put together those, uh, you know, those communities and, and those programs that actually help those people. So all that stuff out of the way, one of two different types of episodes, me just chatting with you, um, you know, have my, my notes over here with my iPad, and then also I'll be doing uh, interview-based shows where we're talking to other pros in the industry when it comes to content, uh, maybe on the, uh, on the coffee side, and then also uh, chatting with people when it comes to uh, communication and sales along those lines. So in this episode, what I wanna do is really talk about one of the fundamental things when it comes to starting a personal brand, starting video. And you know, it's not, I'll just be straight up, it's not flashy, it's not like, you know, here's a, a hack or a algorithm hashtag strategy that you can use to go viral and get a ton of views. Uh, that's not what we're gonna talk about, but if you take what I teach you and talk about in this episode, you're gonna save yourself a lot of time, a lot of heartache, or not heartache, a lot of headache, uh, a lot of time and money and resources, to be honest with you, because from this mistake, and I'll tell you the story of, of how I came along this mistake and, and what I learned from it, is I realized for about a you know month and a half period that I wasn't generating views and uh, revenue for the business and sales because I had basically neglected this first part of it and not taking it as seriously as I should have. So learn from my mistakes. I'm gonna give you everything that you need by the end of this video uh, and by the end of this podcast 
you're gonna have everything you need to understand. You know, do you understand your audience? Are you, you know, creating the right content? Are you doing the right things in order to cultivate and create an audience that can then convert down the line into sales? And we're gonna cover all that in uh, in this video. So the first thing, let's just, I'm gonna break down this the story of mine. And this was, if you didn't watch the first episode of this podcast, is I talked about my 60 day journey of posting every day on social media for 60 days. And we actually did about $40,000 in collected cash. We did $100,000 in revenue off of a brand new Instagram account just from posting for 60 days. Now, a really big mistake that I had made was within the first about month or so was focusing on the wrong things. So here's, here's how I not only made the mistake, but also how I figured out that I was making the mistake in the first place. So I went through a couple different programs and, you know, people were talking about, Hey, you know, get clear with your audience. And they were, that was kind of it. Like they didn't really go too deep into what you need to do in order to do that. Right. Get clear with the audience. So all I did was I, you know, I pulled up my phone, went up to TikTok and Instagram, and I looked at other people that were in my niche. To give you some context, uh, I this specific offer is around remote closing. So remote closing equals basically becoming a salesperson for another person's high ticket company, and then just taking the calls for them and getting paid to do that. We have a program where we teach people how to do that. It's $9,800. 16 week program, we come in, we basically teach them everything that they need to know in terms of sales. Uh, you know, we connect them with some of our B2B clients and they can sell for, and then at the end of the day, it, it fits in the make money online category. Now the thing with the make money online category, a couple different things. Number one is there's a lot of different ways you can make money online, right? There's Amazon FBA, there's drop shipping, there's affiliate marketing, there's remote closing, there's creating YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube automation, AI channels, right? There's so many different ways uh, creating a digital marketing agency. There's so many ways that you can create money online. So what I did was I went to that niche on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, and I was looking at what those people were doing. And I was like, okay, well, our thing technically fits into the make money online category. Let me just look what these people are doing and then emulate that. And, you know, as I'm explaining this, it's like, I should have seen this coming as I was doing it, but as I was doing that, what I was finding is that a lot of the content that was being created in this make money online niche uh, fit a couple different categories. Number one, it was, it's definitely male dominated, right? There's a bunch of dudes that are in this niche. Uh, number two is that a lot of the people that were doing this skewed super or, or younger, right? I'm 28. Uh, I guess I technically classify myself as, as young, younger, whatever, but I'm talking like 17, 18, 19 year old dudes that's, uh, that were creating this make money online content. And it's also done in this like, basically it's in a very negative way where they're like, all, if you want to make $50,000 a month, then you just need to do this. Right. And they just try to make it as, you know, this, this really simple thing. So again, based on certain advice that I'd got, they told me like, Hey, just like do what they're doing, right. Follow what they're doing. They're, they're seeing success with it. So, you know, do it. The other thing that, that was kind of on top of that is we run a lot of paid advertising and that like that way of doing things, right? Talking about like, here's how you can make money and, and really talking about the opportunity is it works for paid advertising, but paid advertising is just, it's so different because you can target specific people, specific demographics, specific age ranges. And that's really what like helped us on that side. So if we had not originally seen success in the ad stuff is I probably wouldn't double down on it, but like, it just made sense to me because we had seen success with that through the paid advertising. So for literally the first 30 days of the 60 day challenge, I doubled, like tripled down 
on everyday posting content like I was seeing other people doing. And from an overall standpoint of like followers and views and things like that, it did seem like it was working. Like, don't get me wrong, it was working from a view standpoint on a brand new account. I was averaging like four to 5,000 views on every single post, right? The, the goal wasn't necessarily or and still isn't to go like crazy viral because I think going viral could like hurt you in a lot of different ways, especially if you don't have the system to handle all the, all the leads that come through. If you do have a post that goes viral, that's a whole other conversation for another day. But in those 30 days, like all the metrics that I was seeing was pretty good. I was like, yeah, this is good. Like we're getting leads coming through. Um, I think we had made like one sale in those first 30 days. And I was just like slowly seeing it work out. And then after the 30 days, I was like, huh, like, you know, we're not, we're getting a good amount of leads. Uh, you know, our, our setters, our appointment setters are having a lot of conversations in the DMs, right? I'm ha physically having conversations with a lot of people in the DMs. We're setting sales calls, but they just weren't closing. So after those 30 days, I was like, let me, let me look a little bit deeper into what we're doing and how these conversations are going, both from conversations I was having as well as uh, my sales team. And what we were realizing was there were just a lot of young people, right? It was like the, the average age was probably 17, 18, 19 years old. And I'm not saying that we can't help the, that demographic, right? The younger people. But it's a lot of times, like, especially when it comes to a $10,000 investment, a lot of times they don't have the money. Uh, they don't have the pain of like, let's say working a day job and then we can, you know, leverage the pain of them wanting to get out of that day job. It's like, they're coming out of high school, right? Or, or, and they've never had a job. So they don't really have the pain of needing to do remote closing because they just didn't have the pain, right? And if you know anything about sales, if there's no pain, there's no sale. So I was just really thinking about, I was like, huh, like we're generating so many people you know, relatively speaking, right, on a brand new account, we're just not converting anyone over. So I went back to the drawing board and I was like, okay, how many phone calls, how many conversations are we having and, and what's like the age range of these people? And like I said, it was ranging from like 17, 18, 19 was the average. There was some people that skewed a little bit higher and it was like 98% female, <laughs> or I'm sorry, uh, male, like 98% male. And it makes sense, right? Because it's, you know, I'm a dude and I'm gonna attract people that are like me. But the problem that I realized was that I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to compete with all these people in this make money online niche that are a lot younger. They have more time th than I do, right? All they do is create content. They, uh, you know, they're, they're getting in front of this younger audience that is hungry to make a change, but our program is just on the higher end. It's more premium. And just those people don't really resonate with me and, and my story, right? I have four kids. Uh, you know, I, I worked a, you know multiple jobs before. I had a business before I was a remote closer. And it's just this overall story, it just didn't translate over into them turning into a client. So what I did after those 30 days, so it took me probably about 45 days into it to make a change that I was gonna ditch the make money online stuff and go 100% into just teaching people how to do sales. Now that goes completely against what we talked about from, you know, on, on the advertising side. But what happened was I was able to, the, the, the quality of the audience was way better because I wasn't starting every video of like, here's how to make $50,000 a month, right? Older people, they know that that's not super possible, right? Like $50,000 in your first month. Younger people, they're like, oh yeah, cool. I can make 70,000 a month. It's gonna be really easy. But once I started being more honest with people, once I started, or not, it's not that I was being dishonest, right? It's not that I was like lying to people. I was just using hooks and, and content that was working well in these other industries. 
So again, when I made that change, when I made the switch, that's when all the sales came through and the sales team was happier. The, the quantity of leads and like the amount of followers that I was gaining was lower, but overall the conversion rate was much higher, right? The, com the conversations were way better and just basically everything across the board got better from a revenue standpoint, a cash standpoint, from a, you know, a follower quality standpoint, from a team morale standpoint, because they weren't talking to a bunch of kids that were broke. Uh, and that's really kind of a long story short to, to show you how important it is to be super dialed in with the audience. So now moving forward, all the content, I wouldn't say all, I would say about 90% of the content, every, out of every 10 posts, nine of those posts are around sales. And the other one is around something that's a little bit more broad to bring a new audience in. Cause sales at the end of the day, like no one really wakes up saying like, hey, I wanna be a salesperson other than like current salespeople. So the idea is just to broaden out a little bit by having one or two posts out of 10 that do reach a larger audience. So I kind of talked on that a little bit longer than, than I wanted to, but hopefully that story drives home how important it is to find the audience. So going into the solution here of like, if you are in that same situation, whether you're not gaining the right people or you're not having the right traction or you're not, uh, you know, having communications with people that are like your ideal clients, there's a couple of things that you can do. So first things first is you got to ask yourself, like, what is the overall goal with your content and your social media? And I know that's like, that sounds super cliche and super broad, but it's so important because the, the goal, the end goal of what you're looking to do is going to 100% dictate the types of content that you create. Not only from like a content pillar standpoint, but also like how you create the content, the backgrounds that you use, the uh, the way that you speak, right? There's the, just each demographic, each uh, audience that you're trying to attract is going to help you, is going to make you create a different piece of content to make sure that it sees success. So for me personally, right, was the goal is to create high, a high quality audience of people that will buy our sales coaching program, right? So you, I, you know, I'm, I'm asking you this question that's watching this, is your goal views, right? Do you wanna just get a ton of views on videos? Is your goal followers? Or is your goal the same as mine and that's to make money and create a high quality audience? Because what's gonna happen is based on that answer, right, views, followers, and, or you know, the, the higher quality audience is going to dictate which type of content that you make. For example, if you were just like, hey Aaron, like I don't wanna sell a product, I just wanna be an influencer and I need to get a ton of views and a ton of followers. You can like double down on like really broad content that doesn't even introduce your personality. Like you can just talk, like you can just have videos that are the three second loops, right? It has the, the captions on screen that has something really vague, says read the caption, right? Those are just way easier to go viral because it's smaller, you know, smaller uh, time commitment for the, the viewer, right? They go through the content because they're reading the caption or they're reading the text that's on screen, it loops and that equals more views, right? But it's just not gonna yield a high quality audience as opposed to you know the videos that I create now are very much so like straight to the camera I'm talking about a specific sales tip or something and when they when they digest that content is and they get to the end of to the call to action or whatever they're making very conscious effort that they're like okay I want to learn more about sales I want to learn how I can turn this into a profession let me go down the rabbit hole of Aaron's stuff and then when I have a CTA or when they go to my LinkedIn bio the quality of the person is, is so much better. So that's what I would just, just uh, you know, ask you to do is figure out, okay, what is your goal? 
So, you know, if I had to give a couple examples, um, and I know I have a lot of realtors that, that follow me on my personal pages. So for example, if you're a realtor, videos that do really, really well are gonna be videos that talk about high price point homes, right? If you think of, uh, you know, Brad McCallum is a good example. Uh, you know, I've, I've had some interaction with him who was on an old podcast that I had, uh, but he, like his YouTube channel is, is massive and he does a good amount of business from his YouTube channel, but his audience is very broad because he taught, like he has these like extravagant houses that he shows on his YouTube channel. Maybe a better example, cause, cause Brad's a realtor. I don't think Eric Conover, I think that's how, how, what his name is, Eric Conover. He is, he's pretty big on the YouTube space. I think he has like hundred, couple hundred thousand subs, but he just goes around everywhere and he, you know, he, he, he travels the world basically and showcases houses. But the thing is, is he does, I'm sure he makes a ton of money and you know, he does referral deals and, and how he makes money. But the, in the grand scheme, not every single person that he brings in is going to transact with him, right? He just has a larger audience that's gonna to bring more people to him. Now, the direct example of that is, let's say, a local realtor that has like 500 subs on their on their uh, local YouTube channel that's doing an extra two to three transactions a month because they're just super hyper-focused. I know they don't care about views. They don't care about all that stuff. They just care about the right people finding their video and then that person reaching out to them to transact. You see what I mean? So it's just when you can get really, really clear with what your goal is, then you can, that is it's then going to help you figure out a really solid content plan that you're going to be happy with. And that's also gonna give you the results that you're looking for. That's the other reason you gotta get super clear with your goal is that if you don't know what the end goal is, you're always gonna be chasing something. You're gonna be chasing, you won't even know what you're chasing and you just feel like you're in this constant, this constant loop because you don't know where you're going. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing that I would say. So once you are super clear with your overall goal and you're, you know, for the sake of this, I'm just going to say, because I'm uh, you know, course creator, like we have a business and we're trying to generate, uh, we're trying to generate business from this, what I would do and the way that you want to do it is doing research based on that specific audience. So actually for those of you that are listening on the, on the audio app, uh, if you're on Spotify or whatever, definitely uh, go over to YouTube and that'll be down in the show notes because I'm gonna do a screen recording on my phone really quickly and physically show you how I would do some research on TikTok to find the types of content that I'll be looking for. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna open up TikTok and the guys, this is just the, gonna be the easiest way for you to do this. So let's just say that uh, for sake of example, I'll show you like my strategy of how I try to find content, but let's just say you're a mom and you wanna show the lifestyle of being a mom. Maybe that's, that's your idea. So what you're gonna do is I always like searching hashtags. So I would just search hashtag mom life is one I'm sure has a good amount of views and subs and things like that, or, or followers of people creating content. So I'm gonna go to hashtag mom life. I'm gonna go at the top here. I'm gonna go to videos. And then from here, I'm gonna go to the top right and these little three dots. I'm gonna go to filter. I'm gonna go to uh, sort by like count. And then I'm gonna do date posted. You can either do this month or the last three months. So let's just do this month and see, and see what pops up. And what we're doing here is we're looking to see what's currently working within the last month or the last three months, what's currently working in getting engagement in this specific niche. So the first thing that I'm gonna do is I'm going to scroll through here. And this is actually, this is a great example because there's a ton on here that are just like, that are crushing it. But what I would also do is I would like pull up a spreadsheet and just literally put in the spreadsheet, put link to TikTok, likes, views, and that's it. 
And then I would just put that on a, on a, on a spreadsheet. And then what you want to do is you want to look at this content. Now, again, getting very clear with what you want to sell. Let's say you have in this example, let's say you have a course around teaching moms how to be more productive. That's just, I don't even know if that's a thing. I'm sure it is. There's a course for literally everything, but what I do is start looking at these videos. So let's just look at this first one. So motherhood summarized in one moment. So looks like put some socks on. Wait, she took a sock. And <laughs> okay. So she needed some socks. So she just took them for, so this could, my marketing brain is like this, obviously relates to a lot of women. Like I, I can't really relate with it. I, I think I understand what, what they're saying. Uh, but another mom, right. Might look at this and the way that this can be spun is, you know, this is viral. This goes viral. And let's say she has like a, pro, uh, this mom has a productivity course. Actually, let's just go to profile and see what's up. Um, you know, a, a bit of everything without making myself too seriously. So it doesn't look like, um, doesn't look like it, but it's like, you know, in this example, this mom is like super busy. Okay, cool. So the mom's busy, how do we become more productive? And then maybe there's a productivity course. So this would be a piece of content that could work really well, right? And then if we look at, let's say this one right here, uh, my kids and I are hungry, but there's only two donuts left. So this is a great example of, this is something that goes viral, but it's probably not something that's gonna translate into someone that like, like maybe it's relatable, like obviously has 2.8 million likes. Depending on my goal, if I was like, okay, I just wanna get a ton of followers, yeah, I'd probably recreate this, right? because it's proven to go viral, but you gotta think of the audience in mind that you want to be coming to your profile. Hopefully, like, hopefully this is all, is all checking out. Let's do a couple other examples. So uh, this one right here, so this one, again, probably not as, as much into that. Let me see if I can find like a direct, okay, boom, right here. So 1.5 million likes. When my kid catches me Googling, was an adverb which helping, while helping with homework. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's like, this could tie back to maybe the mom has like a homeschooling program, right? Because this is, this would be like directly related to that specific thing. So I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm making some like far-fetched examples here, but I'm hopefully it's just like putting the, the pieces together for you of how to think about this whole content creation thing. So yeah, so then I'll just give you some examples of, of what I do. So if I'm looking for sales content, I'm just going to look up uh, one thing that I do is like hashtag sales. And then I'll look and see what's up here. So like sales talk, sales psychology. So let's just do sales. And then what we'll do again, top three lines. We're going to go to filters. We're going to go to light counts this month. And we're going to see what's going on. So it looks like a lot of this stuff is going to be more like not even around sales specifically, but more like comedy. So maybe we do hashtag objection, uh, objection handling. And then we're gonna go to videos. We're gonna go to filter. We're gonna go to this month, like count and apply. So let's check it out and see what we got on her. So not actually not a ton. Uh, this month. So this, I mean, this is a great example. Like sometimes these niches aren't going to have a ton of content and these people might not, there might not be a, like a ton of likes and, and a ton of views, but these are people that are very, like if someone's searching up objection handling, it's, they're like in that mode of like, I need to handle a, an objection. I need to learn how to do this. 
right? So like, but here's a great example. I'm gonna do make money online, make money online. And I'm gonna do uh, videos, three dots, filters, light counts, and this month. Now I can guarantee there's gonna be a lot more. Yeah, okay, perfect. So 300,000, 278,000, uh, 77,000. So here we go. So let's see. I make $10,000 a month from my lazy girl job. So if this were me, right, if I wanted to, to create this, is I would say, you know, I'll write this down on my sheet and then when it comes recording time, I would just make a video that's like, I make, insert my income, from my lazy guy job. And then I would just create a piece of content around that. And then just, you know, we can, I can create a whole other video about like content creation. This is more of like getting clear with your audience and then just like very light ideation of finding different, different ideas. But, you know, hopefully you can see, and it looks like this, this, uh, this one is heavily dominated by, by my girls. Um, so yeah, so again, hopefully that's, um, hopefully all that makes sense. And you know, that just gives you some, some ideas of some, some general ideation. Now, another thing that I have, you know, that I wrote down that I think is also really important is a general rule of thumb when you're creating this stuff is you have to also take into consideration, like I just mentioned there in terms of the, you know, being heavily dominated, you know, moms or like, or not in that one specifically, not moms, but, uh, but girls, right. Females is you have to, to look at the aesthetics of the video. You have to look at the lighting on the video. You have to look at, you know, and really look at that video and think, what type of audience is this probably generating? And, and sometimes you don't even have to guess. You can just go to the video, go to the comments, and then look at the profiles of the people that are on there. Because another like massive epiphany and, and thing that I realized is the way that my, and I'll, I'll throw up a couple of examples, is the videos that I basically was making from, uh, even up to this point, like I made this realization just even a couple of weeks ago, is I wanted to make something that's a little bit more all-encompassing in terms of the look and feel of the video. So for example, I built out this, this set recently that's a lot more light, or has a lot more light, there's more color, it's just lighter in general, like in the background. But again, I'll throw up those examples on, on screen, is you can see, that the lighting was very dark. The background, I had neon lights. But what does that usually represent or what type of audience does that probably generate? It's gonna generate a lot of dudes. It's gonna generate a lot of uh, younger dudes, right? And you know, the, the thing is, is if you think about, okay, what, like, what is the background of you know, a lot of neon lights and dark atmospheres, gamer boys? Right, like even my my younger brother, I know he he literally has like LED lights around his entire room, and it's just like it's such a it's such a dude thing, right? So, what's happening or what was happening is because there were so many like we just saw so many people from a male, uh, you know, younger guy standpoint coming through the funnel. I was like, how do I open this up to where? Because when someone's scrolling on social media, right, the first thing they're gonna look at is. I mean, the first thing they see is the video. And if the setting is off and the, you know, they, they don't resonate with, you know, super dark video, light only on my face, neon lights in the background, I'm not even gonna get a word out and they're swiping by. As opposed to, I feel like this, this, uh, this setup is much more catered to kind of like a, like agnostic uh, uh, look, right? Um, anyone I think could, could enjoy this look as, unless you're a super young dude 
that just wants to see a bunch of neon lights in the background and that like lives in a cave, right? But I feel like this just, it, it's, it portrays much more of like a friendly vibe than it does before. It was like a very like grungy, dark atmosphere. So I've been doing a lot of research and a lot of just like my own, uh, you know, digging in terms of like psychology of lighting and video and colors and, and things like that. So just know that as I'm creating these videos, these, I'm also learning things on a daily basis. So that's basically it when it comes to finding your ideal audience or figuring out the audience. Hopefully this opened up a couple different ideas for you and just maybe some things that you hadn't thought about. I do think, like I said, if you just do, if you spend some time on figuring out what the audience you're trying to attract is, going to, to TikTok, going to YouTube, going to all these other social platforms and seeing what's already working for the people that you're trying to attract. I'm sorry, what's working for the pe what's working for the other creators that are trying to attract the same audience as you? What's already working for them? And don't recreate the wheel. Like literally go out there. Like almost all of my videos, I'd say out of the, in that 60 day challenge, out of the 60 videos, 45 to 50 of them were just emulated from, from somebody else, right? There's a book out there called uh, steal like an artist. I forgot the author, but steal like an artist. And it basically just talks about how no matter what you do in life, no matter what, uh, no matter what like realm you're trying to go into, whatever niche you're in is you'll never see a, an original idea, right? All content out there is just regurgitated like maybe it's one thought or an entire thought process from somebody else. So I don't like to do that. I do like to see an idea, figure out how I can turn it into my own and then present it as opposed to just like straight ripping stuff off. So stealing like an artist, taking what's already there, changing it, adding your own flair to it and then putting it out into the marketplace and seeing how it works. So yeah, do some, do some work on that. Um, do some research for yourself and see what types of videos are gonna work best for you and go from there. So in the next episode of this, I'm not 100% sure if we're gonna have a guest or not, uh, if we're gonna do, you know, maybe I just do another one of these and sitting down and talking. Let me know down in the comments, if you've made it this far to this video, um, let me know down in the comments, if you're on YouTube and watching the video version, what your questions are. What do you wanna learn when it comes to social media? I have a ton of ideas that are written down on, uh, on some spreadsheets over here. That's, you know, I have probably 30 to 40 ideas, but Obviously, if there's something that you think that you would benefit from, from seeing uh, me talk about, and I, again, I've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy on just like really figuring out this content game for the last 16 years, uh, it's been a ride. So hopefully all that makes sense. If you have any questions, definitely let me know down in the comments. Uh, go ahead and subscribe if you wanna get notified and turn on notifications to see every new video that we put out here on the channel. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of Content, Coffee, and Communication.